0: You are Locked on Hawkeyes, your daily podcast on the Iowa Hawkeyes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Hawkeye Nation, to a Tuesday morning episode of the Locked on Hawkeyes podcast, your daily podcast covering your Iowa Hawkeyes on the Locked on Sports Network. As always, I am your host, Andrew Wade. And as I've been teasing, we have some awesome content coming up this week, and it starts today. Yesterday, we talked all about the success of the men's, the women's basketball teams, and the wrestling team as they dominated their respective sports this past weekend. Today, though, we're turning the clock back to the Iowa football team because we have a very special guest on the show today. We are joined by Amir Smith-Marset as he gets ready for Iowa's Pro Day. He's going to join us and talk to us about his draft process and his time at Iowa. So let's actually get into that right now. And then after that, we'll wrap up the show with a little bit of basketball talk, talking about the Big Ten Women's awards and talking about the latest in the bracketology world for the men's basketball team. But first and foremost, let's get to our big guest of the show today, Amir Smith-Marset. All right, I am honored to be joined here by former Iowa Hawkeye wide receiver and soon to be NFL draft player, Amir Smith-Marset. Amir, how's it going, man?
1: It's good. It's good. Glad to, you know, be on here.
0: I love man. And where are you at
1: right now? Where are you located at? Uh, I'm in Pensacola, Florida, Exos. Having uh, some Exos. good weather? Yeah, it's nice and sunny right now. The weather is starting to break. It had a little cold streak for a second, but you know, the sun starting to shine again. I love it,
0: man. Yeah, I was down actually in Pensacola for a vacation in August, and uh, beautiful weather, and then a hurricane came, so that was super fun. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope no hurricane come no time soon while I'm here.
0: Absolutely, man. Definitely don't want that on you. Um, and how did you decide on Exos?
1: Um. It was, uh, it was, like, a couple of places I could have went. Uh, my agent told me that, you know, this is one of the, you know, better places. Uh, a lot of people, you know, come out of here, you know, do good and stuff like that. So it was what we went with.
0: I love it, man. And you decided to come back for your senior year as a Hawkeye. Uh, last year, there was definitely some talk about potentially you entering the NFL draft, um, being a phenomenal return man. That's something that the NFL always needs, right? So, but what went into that decision to ultimately come back? And are you happy with the decision that you made?
1: Uh, yeah, so I could have I left, you know, potentially my junior year. Um, the fact of me coming back was uh, I had told, you know, I had an interview before, you know, the USC game you know, asking me about it. And then I said, you know, I was coming back. Uh, I felt like I had a lot more to prove. um, And it was like I had a lot more left in the tank. So that was basically like the deciding factor, you know, whether I'll come back or not. So I decided to go back. And, you know, I was pleased with going back. The only thing that messed up was, you know, not having a whole season starting to yeah. stop and stopping, starting to stop. And stopping. so, you know, without the starting to stop and, stopping, you know, that affected it. But, you know, I'm grateful, you know, with the season that I had, um, uh, I felt like I, you know, showed that I could, you know, be more than just a return man. I'm actually a receiver too, so I feel like that helped me. And you know, now I'm here today. So you know, it's it's all a blessing.
0: Definitely, man. Now that that USC game was one for the books. That was that was a lot of fun. What was your favorite touchdown from that game?
1: Uh, probably the um, <laughs> the kick return. Definitely,
0: that was. Yeah. That was fun, man. And you ended up really well, that Wisconsin game. What a game to go out on top with. Uh, Going into this NFL draft process, though, what do you feel like you (laughs) need to work on before the NFL draft? And what do you feel like are the strengths that you bring to an NFL team today? I know you mentioned the return skills, but also the fact that you've shown that you can develop as a wide receiver. So what are some of the things you're working on right now down at Exos?
1: Um, Definitely, you know, working with, uh, you know, the coaches that they have out here, uh, being more consistent, you know, you know, coming strong off the line, uh, being consistent, and, you know, basically, you know, just working on my speed a lot. Uh, That's one of the huge things, you know, in my game. So I've been working strong on, you know, all those things and getting stronger and bigger.
0: And so what are you hearing from NFL teams? What are some of the things they're looking to see from you um, as it comes up for Pro Day and and, the
1: Combine and whatnot? Um, I haven't been, you know, discussing, you know, what they, you know, want me to do and stuff like that. Uh, it's pretty much all, like, basic info information right now from, you know, NFL teams. But it's starting to, it's starting to ramp up. Uh, the most I've, you know, heard from, you know, NFL teams is, you know, like, come in, be ready, you know, return kicks and, you know, do punt return, too. So, you know, I got to add that to, you know, the the, the reservoirs, the, reservoir, the re- resume, repertoire. so... Yeah. Yeah. Whatever awesome. that word is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're saying, man. We're good. Uh, yeah. So I got I gotta get on that, get on, you know, no part return. So, you know, I'm I used to do it, you know, in practice and all that stuff. So I could do it. It's just I just didn't do it at Iowa. So that's the main things I'm hearing right now, but I'm, you know, working at, you know, getting to like the receive and to- receiver talk to.
0: Definitely. I always wanted to see you on the punt return, uh, but I think the dynamic duo of you as a kick returner and Charlie Jones, the punt returner was pretty fun to watch still this year as well.
1: Oh yeah. 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 My man's Charlie Jones. Yeah, you don't look out for him. He, he, he real nice work hard and yeah. just as fast as me.
0: That's awesome, man. Speaking of your speed, uh, you don't have to tell me, but I am curious, what are you thinking? You can run that 40 yard dash in man. Cause that's going to be, that's going to be some fun, a fun event for you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, something real fast. I guess, <laughs> something real fast. So <laughs> I want—I can't say no number, but just know something fast.
0: All right, so I should expect when you run that forty, the Twitter world's gonna be blowing up because Twitter draft Twitter has been been in love with your speed. And uh, when they see that forty-yard dash time, it seems like they might be pretty excited.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hope. Let's hope they be excited. So I'm leave it up to them to be excited, and I'm leave it up to myself to just go out there and run and perform.
0: It's awesome, man. Uh, and so what are you doing right now to prepare for the NFL draft? So you're down to EXO's, but what does your schedule look like on a day-to-day basis?
1: Uh, Monday through Friday. Uh, we used to we used to go, you know, Monday through Saturday, um, working out two times a day. In the morning is, you know, speed training, come back in the afternoon and lift. But now it's Monday through Friday, speed training in the morning, lifting in the afternoon. It,
0: um, so do you feel like this is harder – or easier than your summer camps at Iowa?
1: Oh, this is definitely easier, <laughs> way easier. What like In the summer at Iowa, you got lift, condition, sometimes, you know, football work, you know, a certain day. So it's a lot going into that summer work at Iowa, let me tell you. I, I
0: can only imagine, man. I've heard I've heard some stories from some of the guys I've talked to. Uh, and yeah, to wrap it, it up – and to wrap it up, man, just uh, what was your favorite memory as a Hawkeye? If you had to pick one or even – I mean, you can give me two or three too if you want to. Just what were your favorite memories as a Hawkeye?
1: Uh, one of my favorite memories is uh, definitely going out there, beating USC team full of five stars. That ain't nobody really expect us to, you know, go out there and handle like that. So that, that right there, being able to raise the, the MVP trophy. And then after that, celebrate, you know, with the whole team in the locker room just dancing around. Messing with the coaches, that was probably my favorite memory because we wasn't supposed to do that because we Iowa and USC. So that was definitely one. And then, you know, my freshman year beating Ohio State, you know, getting the field rush with a packed stadium, that was insane. So those two, top two memories is like, really crazy.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, that USC game was – I think I put Iowa on the map again, right? Just showing that Iowa can do this and Iowa can compete. And you were a huge, huge part of that. Uh, My last question for you is, um, did you know this was going to happen? You know, four years ago, you joined Iowa as a three-star cornerback. Um, You know, uh, I'm looking at it right now, the the 1,598th ranked prospect in the nation. Did you know this was going to happen, man? Did you believe in this?
1: Oh, yeah. You know, whenever I put, you know, Whenever I get into something, I put my all into it, and I always believe I'm going to get the best out of it. So, you know, my mindset is, you know, continue to grow, become better, and, and you know, get to the highest level. So I always believed in myself that i get to this point. I really don't know what else I'd be doing without it. So, you know, I'm putting all my, all my strength, all my efforts into, you know, this one thing, and it got me here. So I definitely believed in myself that I'm going to keep pushing.
0: It's awesome, man. And uh, I actually have one last question. I apologize. What is your – what are your draft day
1: plans? Uh, Sit back with my family, you know, whenever I get picked, whenever I get called, uh, just, you know, celebrate with them. And then it's, you know, on to work after that.
0: That's awesome, man. Well, Amir, I am excited to see where you go. I'm sure you're going to, you know, rock out with that 40-yard dash. Really excited to watch that happen. Any last words for Hawkeye Nation before I let you go, man?
1: Hey. You know, good luck in the future. I'm always going to be cheering and go Hawks. I love it, man. Well,
0: have a good day, Amir. Uh, good luck with the rest of your training. We'll be rooting for you, buddy. All right, thank you so much to Amir and his team for for hopping on the show and and talking to us. Really appreciate his time and wish him the best as he continues to train for his pro day. Looking forward to seeing what that 40-yard dash time is. But I do have a message for you from rockauto.com. rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You can go to rockauto.com to shop for all your auto and body part needs from hundreds of manufacturers. They literally have everything you could possibly need and the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and the prices you prefer. Best of all, the prices of RockAuto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals and for do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? And believe me, I can personally attest to the savings I got on RockAuto.com. I went to the brick-and-mortar store; it was going to cost me seventy dollars for two parts. I go to RockAuto.com, and it cost me twenty dollars. I saved fifty bucks by just going to RockAuto.com. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Betting on your team doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert, Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Subscribe to the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcast at. Now, let's turn our attention to the women's basketball team because awards were announced for the Big Ten. And are we really shocked here? Right? Caitlin Clark. Gets freshman of the year. She's also unanimous first team All-Big Ten. Absolutely cleans up in the awards category. Monica Shinano also got first team All-Big Ten. Those those are the only two Iowa Hawkeyes making the first or second team or honorable mention All-Big Ten teams. And again, Caitlin Clark, unanimous first team All-Big Ten. Also the all-freshman team and freshman of the year. Unfortunately, she did get snubbed per player of the year. And... It went to Nas Hillman. as If you've heard me talk about this before, you know that I felt like it was between those two. I thought it was between Nas and I thought it was between, you know, Kaitlin Clark. However, I think this might've been a legacy award. And what I mean by that is, Caitlin Clark is a true freshman. She's gonna be around for four, maybe five years, depending on how she wants to use her eligibility. Maybe less, depending on if she wants to go to the WNBA. But four or five years, there are gonna be plenty of national player of the year awards and specifically more specifically big 10 player of the year awards for caitlin clark and so to me this is this is you know them saying we're going to give this Nas, but caitlin clark you're right there but i do think it's getting a little bit ridiculous to see the snubbing of caitlin clark across the board if you look at this roster all big 10 right let's look at the indiana team a very good indiana team they have Three people listed in the first team and second team, all big ten. You look at Maryland, they have four people listed on the first, second, and honorable mention, all big ten teams. All right, Iowa has two on the first team. It's Caitlin Clark and Monica Chinano, and that is it. This team was carried by those two, and more specifically carried by Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark carried this team. I will go to bat for that. This team is not a tournament team without Kaitlyn Clark. I have zero doubt in my mind about that. Kaitlyn Clark carried this team to an NCAA tournament berth. I do not understand why she continues to not get the love that she 100% deserves. Anyone who disagrees with that, I disagree with you. Kaitlyn Clark absolutely deserves to be in the running for National Player of the Year. The Wooden Award, she should have won Big Ten Player of the Year. But nevertheless, we will settle for freshman of the year. Again, a phenomenal freshman year for Kaitlyn Clark. I hope she can absolutely dominate in the Big Ten tournament and make a name for herself on the national stage as the women take on the NCAA tournament here in a couple of weeks. But again... Wards for the women did a fantastic job all around Iowa, uh, getting two All Big Ten players, Monica Shinano and Caitlin Clark, getting first team All Big Ten, Caitlin Clark getting Freshman of the Year and making the Freshman All Big Ten team as expected um, after having a record-setting performance this season. Um, the sky's the limit with this this lady. I mean, Caitlin Clark, she could be better than making Gustafson. And you've heard me talk about Caitlin Clark a lot. Go check out some of our past episodes. I'll talk all about it all day. Caitlin Clark, I'll go to the ba- you know go to the bank with her. She is going to be one of the best players in the history of Iowa basketball when it's all said and done, and I am incredibly excited about watching her continue her career development. A little bit shorter of a segment because we did have the Amir Smith-Marset interview coming up on segment number three, though. We're going to be breaking down bracketology and talking a little bit about the men's basketball team as well. So that's all coming up here in a few short seconds. I do have another message for you, though, because BetOnline.ag is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline.ag even covers awards, TV shows, and reality television. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine betonline.ag has you covered for all the news scores and odds and it is the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up today head over to their website or use your mobile device at betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on you'll get a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit that's right go to betonline.ag use the promo code locked on you'll get a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit betonline.ag your online sportsbook experts there's simply no better place to get all the news on the Big Ten Conference than with Big Ten Ben Stevens and the Locked On Big Ten Podcast. Whether it's football, basketball, baseball, if it's happened in the Big Ten, Ben's got you covered with an in-depth look at the conference every Monday through Friday. Subscribe to the Locked On Big Ten Podcast wherever you get your podcast at. Now let's turn our attention back to the men's basketball squad and talking a little bracketology and the conference odds from betonline.ag have also come out, so we're going to talk about that as well. There's a couple things I want to point out, though. Um I love all the listeners that are listening to the show, I appreciate all of you for listening to the show. If you love this show and you love Iowa basketball and you haven't done this already, I highly recommend you check out the Standpoint as well. That is one of my favorite Iowa... Actually, that's probably my favorite Iowa podcast out there, outside of mine. The Standpoint with Zach Cohen and Jordan Bohannon. They do a phenomenal job. Some of you longtime listeners might remember Zach because Zach was actually on the Lockdown Hawkeyes podcast for a bit before we kind of took a break from the show and he went on and started his own thing with Jordan. I came back to the show and we've been doing phenomenal sense. And he's also been doing phenomenal sense with the standpoint So love to listen to that show. One of the things that they talked about though, uh, Jordan Bohannon did mention about Joe Wieskamp said he thinks Joe will be fine and ready for the big 10 tournament. Again, as we talked about yesterday, I don't think you risk it. If Joe, if Joe Wieskamp is not able to go or not hundred percent healthy and has the ability to re injure himself or has the ability to come back stronger. If he rests, I think you sit, sit Joe Wieskamp and I'm going to get to that in a second. Also, Jordan Bohannon talked a little bit about Brad Davison and said the hook rule was almost basically invented because of Brad Davison. Brad Davison, as he said, is a dirty player in the Big Ten. Um, I agree. Any Wisconsin fan who tries to stand up for Brad Davison uh, is a little bit jaded, in my opinion. Brad Davison, probably a great guy off the court. As Jordan said, a bad guy on the court, a dirty player nonetheless. Now, going back to the Joey's can't be fine thing and wh- whether or not he will be fine um, Chris Hassel, and I know a lot of Iowa fans don't like Chris Hassel. I understand that. He was speaking to Matt Norlander, a basketball expert, and Matt said Iowa has nothing to play for in the Big Ten tournament. He said they could lose their first game to Wisconsin and they will be a two seed. They could win the Big Ten tournament and they will still be a two seed. I have a couple things to say to that. First off, I don't agree. I think if Iowa wins the Big Ten tournament by beating Wisconsin, Illinois, and Michigan, I find it tough that they wouldn't at least be up for consideration for that number one seed now does it really matter the difference between a one and a two seed not a lot Um, but it there is some opportunity here to move I think if you beat Illinois you beat Michigan they have to be in that conversation now it's always important to note that the committee doesn't necessarily care about the last game of the season as much those shoe-in games for automatic qualifying teams or you know at-large teams like an Iowa squad they are not going to care as much about them winning that last game but the thing here is If you have a chance, you got to go for it. And Iowa wants to win a Big Ten title. They did not win the regular season title as they wanted to, but they can still win a Big Ten tournament in Indianapolis, and that is something they are going to be playing for. So you better believe this team is going to come out very hungry and very motivated to show the world what they can do, and I'm excited to watch that happen. Again, I think if they beat Illinois and Michigan and Wisconsin, you have to think about them being a number one seed. At that point, what is holding them back from that opportunity? I think they should be. Now, again, could they? will they probably be a number two seed? It's probably 97% likely they'll be a number two seed, regardless of whatever the outcome is in the Big 10 tournament. But I still think you have to kind of shoot for that if you can. That is my thoughts on that. Again, with the Joey's camp stuff, though, I think it's more important to be able to win a national title than it is to you know, win a Big Ten title if it means you can have Joe camp back. That's my personal opinion again on that. Also, forgot to mention this, um, a couple other awards in Iowa Hawkeye Nation. Spencer Lee was named a Big Ten Wrestler of the Year and Tom Brands, Big Ten Coach of the Year. Is it really any surprise at this point? I mean, the, the, that wrestling squad is phenomenal. I'm so excited to watch them at the wrestling championships. And also, Luca Garza was named the Bleacher Report National Player of the Year. It is, it is without a doubt, going to go to Luka Garza for all the National Player of the Year's, in my personal opinion. Anyone who doesn't vote for Luca is – honestly shouldn't have the right to vote. I'll be completely honest. They shouldn't have the right to vote for National Player of the Year conversations if they are not voting for Luka Garza as National Player of the Year. That would just be an abomination in my own personal opinion. That's at least my thought on that. Also, along the betting odds, the conference odds came out because – well, obviously with the conference tournaments coming up, but with betonline.ag being one of the sponsors of the podcast, I think it's only important I tell you a little bit about what these odds are. Conference tournament lines, Iowa checking in with decent odds. Not not where I'd, I, where I'd want them to be at is lower on so I can bet on Iowa and possibly win some money. But the Big Ten, let me pull this up for you all real quick. Where is this at on my... Man, I'm drawing a blank. I can't find the... There I go. All right, the Big Ten, Iowa... Coming in out of three seed makes sense. They're actually given 13 to four odds to win the Big Ten tournament. Third best odds in the tournament. They have Michigan at two to one, Illinois at five to two, Iowa at 13 to four, Ohio State at six to one, Purdue at 13 to two, Wisconsin at 12 to one, Michigan State 25 to one, Indiana 50 to one, Maryland 50 to one, Rutgers 50 to one. Uh, The other ones don't even matter. I mean, at that point, a couple things here. Michigan doesn't make sense to bet on. That's just not that good of odds. I think Iowa does have a legitimate chance. They are very hungry. They're very motivated. If Joe Wieskamp is healthy, I think Iowa has just as good a chance of winning as Illinois and Michigan, especially getting the fact that they get Wisconsin first. That's probably the easiest, probably the best matchup for them. I know it was a close game this past game, but I think Iowa can take care of Wisconsin pretty easily. Almost brought out my my Madison accent since I spent four years in Madison Wisconsin there. Uh, But... If I were to bet, make a bet on any other team outside of the top couple teams, I would look at Purdue and Michigan state. Tom Izzo has his team a uh, humming right now, and they're not a very talented team all around. Not the best Michigan state squad we've seen, but this is a team that can do some damage. And we've seen Tom Izzo do some damage with this Michigan state squad. So if you're not betting on Iowa 13 to four, which I am definitely going to be doing, I'd probably take Purdue or Michigan state, given the odds there, you put 25 bucks on Michigan state. You're coming home with a lot of cash in your pocket. Um, $500 to be exact. So actually that's bad math, $625 in your pocket if you put 25 bucks on Michigan state. So check out those odds, check it all out at betonline.ag, put some money on the Iowa Hawkeyes to win the tournament. If you listen to the standpoint, you know that Jordan Bohannon and this team is hungry. They want to win a big 10 title and i They've talked about this. They didn't get a chance to win the regular season title. So let's go win a Big Ten title. I'm excited for basketball to start in a couple days. We're going to be breaking all that down on the podcast. And again, just a reminder that we are going to be having... Bikari Evelyn on the show to break down the games and preview the upcoming games for Iowa. We're dropping episodes all across the week and the weekend. We might have an opportunity to see 17 or 18 episodes in a row on the Lockdown Hawkeyes podcast. And we have some other fantastic interviews coming up as well with Keith Duncan and Caden Crawford, one of the recruits in the class of 2022 for the Iowa Hawkeyes. So lots of fantastic stuff on the Lockdown Hawkeyes podcast coming up. And just, again, thank you so much to Amir Smith-Marset and his team for coming on the show. Really appreciate his time as well. And thank you all for tuning in. If you love the show, give us that five-star review and subscribe wherever you downloaded this podcast at and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. As always, Hawkeye Nation, I appreciate you tuning in. Have a fantastic Tuesday, and let's go Hawks.